Hey, I've got another episode of the Project Natty Goat podcast here for you. Uh, but right before we get into that, if I could ask for your help, please. Um, a lot of people are sharing the podcast to their stories on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And I really appreciate it. Like, it really does mean a lot that people are kind of responding well to this. And just thank you for that. Um, so if you can keep that up, I will dance at your weddings. Or I'll write you into me, or I'll write you into me will. Not that I've got fucking anything to give you, like. But um, if I can also ask you as well, just to leave a five-star review on like, wherever you get your podcasts. Like, look, I know fuck all about this stuff. <laughs> I'm just copying what the other podcasters say. I do need to actually learn how to do this shit properly. But for now, let's just go with that. Keep sharing. Give us a five-star review. If you think it's a five-star podcast... If you think it's a one-star podcast, still give us a five-star review. Fuck it. We're all friends here. Right. Um, so, thank you for your support. And enjoy the episode. Right then, so it's uh, Monday morning, um, I'm really close to the deadline of 12 o'clock for when I upload this. I'm really trying to get into the habit of doing this Monday to Saturday, 12 o'clock, getting it uploaded for, so that there's always, I'm always doing something and keeping a constant, and it's one of those things. I don't want to do it every single day, um, I want to have a day off with it on the Sunday, and hmm, right, here's the plan actually. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing right now. Monday to Saturday, 12 o'clock, a podcast will drop. Um, a lot of them will be talking about training, um, things to do with my, just my shit, basically. And then if there's anything you can take from it, go ahead and do it. Because, look, I've made all the fuck mistakes in the book over the, over the years. And if I can help people to not make those same mistakes, then I'm all for that. So that's what I want from this podcast, really. I want people to be listening to it, obviously. And then, um, just, you know, not necessarily being like, right, this is what he did, so I have to do this, but try and kind of break down the principle of what I'm talking about and seeing what you can make fit with your lifestyle. So, like, I think a lot of coaches try and... Well, a lot of poor coaches, anyway. A lot of good coaches, like, they recognise that. They, they recognise the importance of individuality, but poor coaches just want you to do what they do. So, like you'll train the way they train you'll put your feet where they put their feet in squats you'll do all of those things for deadlift bench all that kind of stuff and it's just like nah i'm not interested in making fucking carbon copies of me like what i'm interested in is making most making the most of all the mistakes that i've made in the past and trying to help anybody who i work with just try and just avoid those things at, at any cost basically so like yeah so that's the idea with this so what I'm going to end up doing 
So there'll be wet guest episodes drop on a Wednesday. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday will be about my training and all that sort of stuff um, and things that will help me. Now on Wednesday, the guest episodes drop. And once I've built up enough, enough of a bank of, ex- of episodes with guests, I might start dropping that one on a Sunday. But right now, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself with that. Now, maybe I'll just call them bonus episodes and drop it on a Sunday. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But it is nice to have something coming out every day. Um, so, right in terms of my routine, my lifestyle and all that sort of stuff, like I am keep making progress on that. So, like... Now I I had this thing for the longest time, like years, where I was like I felt like a gimp if I went if I went to bed before twelve o'clock, <laughs> and there's still little bit of that there now. But like I'm just getting that fucked, where like I, had, I put myself to bed at ten o'clock yesterday because I was just so tired from the weekend and everything, and then had me alarm set for half six, woke up at ten past or something like that. So it's just like. Yeah, like, for the first time in years, possibly ever, like, I'm consistently waking up before me alarm, and, like, at a really early hour. Like, I'm not used to this. Like, I'm, if... So, where we at now? It's July. So, like, February, March. Like, I was sleeping at, like, fucking dinner time. Like, absolutely horrendous. Just sleeping until dinner time, even sometimes 2, 3 o'clock with like the antidepressants like I was coming down off them um, and even before that just me mood in general like I was always sleeping in and fucking missing out stuff I wouldn't book people in before 10 o'clock 11 o'clock because I just knew that I was probably going to end up sleeping in and just laying about the fucking house being lazy and that and so like what I'm the way I'm the way I've got this routine down right now it's like it's not that big of a deal but it's just make it's just helping me be so much more positive and I'm getting more work done and everything. So um I'm still putting together the back to the gym guide. Uh, I'm gonna write up like a three-week guide just to kind of help you get back to the gym as safely as possible. Cause I've just got a feeling a lot of people a lot of people in powerlifting are probably gonna be okay because like we kind of read up about a lot of like volume management and things like that. But just your standard gym goer I can just see you jumping back in and just doing way too much work on any one muscle group at any time so if anybody's listening to this who has somebody out there who's going to need a little bit of a helping hand I'm going to make that document available on my website over the next couple of days when I get it done and then just either give them the link to the website or send them a copy along whatever it needs to be and then if there's anything else I can do to help them out afterwards then you know we can talk about getting you involved and being part of the team but yeah like I really am I don't want to say worried but it's definitely on my mind that a lot of people are going to be like a fucking kid in a sweet shop just doing everything going way too heavy and I want to try and get you to be as efficient as possible and not do so much work in that first session that it's a it's so much such an effort to get there the next day or the day after that like I just want like whenever I like the main objective for my training generally is to feel like I've done something but to not be so fucked that like it like I don't want I don't ever really want 
and it will happen don't get us wrong it will happen if you train hard enough but i don't want my walking gait like the way that i the way that i actually move i don't want that to be disrupted too much from training i want to still be able to wake up the next day and walk exactly the same way as what i would do when i was completely fresh just you know just be but you'll feel your quads tight you'll feel your hamstrings are tight or your calves are a little bit tight just because you've been putting some work in but i don't ever want it to be at the point where like i have to go up the stairs on a diagonal and it's gonna happen don't get us wrong it will happen it has to happen at some point i just don't want that happening consistently because that's telling me that it's just way too much work because you have to you have to change and manipulate the way you're moving in your everyday life like you should still be able to fucking be able to reach the top top shelf on a cupboard if you get there in the first place i struggle sometimes <laughs> but you know what i'm saying so yeah like i'm gonna drop off um a basic three-week program for getting back to the gym just a bit of a document on why i do things the way that i do and things like that and i'm also trying to put together like a three-week habit building guide based off the things that i've been doing over this last god four or five months now like it's really made a huge impact on my life and just me mood everything so like i just want to i want to make sure that people have access to the stuff that i've done and again if you want to jump on if you want to be held accountable and jump on jump on as part of the team be more than happy to talk to you about that but yeah right so anybody watch that ufc card at the weekend Whew. oh so good like it's the first time i've actually woken up to watch it live in a good while as well i usually either i usually like wake up at six in the morning and try and watch it before i get the spoilers and everything but i just wanted to watch this one live just i fucking love masvidal so much he's the boy but um, I forgot to put my bet on man that came off. So I had um, I had Peter Yan to TKO Aldo. He left it late, but that was only a single anyway. It wasn't that bad. But I got six to five on that. So little more than a little more than my money, but a little more than double my money. So I was happy enough with that. And um, I also had Volkanovski by decision with Nama Yunus by decision. Both of them were fairly tight. Like I was confident I had the Rose one lined up, but I personally thought Max Holloway won that fight. Like I don't know. Like it was definitely the third round, which was the swinger. Like rounds one and two were all Max Holloway. Rounds four and five were Volkanovski, but Holloway's rounds were a bit more dominant than what Volkanovski's were. Um, he got dropped. So Holloway dropped Volkanovski in rounds one and two. And I don't know, like, do we need to, like, is there something to do with, so like, I don't think Holloway got dropped at all. But he was, but Volkanovski did a good job of controlling him in those last two rounds. But if he dropped him twice in, twice in those rounds, and I'm, I don't know if they were using the new version of the rules where, like, 10-8 rounds are easier to come by. So if you call one of those rounds a 10-8, which I don't know that I would do that, then that would have been a draw. I just don't know. I, I think Max Holloway did enough to win it. I really do. And 
it's such a shame because obviously he lost the title to Volkanovski in the fight before this one and now his last fight is another defeat to the champion so you've got to imagine he's probably got one or two fights before he's going to get back to that kind of opportunity unless Volkanovski loses it in his next fight which I don't see happening I think oh unless he gets Zabit Zabit might do it I don't know yeah, it's a fucking wrestling division. And uh, I definitely don't want to see Max Holloway go up the lightweight, though. Like, if he did do it, I'd want to see him do it properly and put on enough size where he has to, like, kind of cut the same amount of weight to make featherweight now because like, Poirier just fucking handled him, didn't he? And Poirier's elite, don't get us wrong, but I think he, I think Max Holloway is still the best, is still the greatest featherweight of all time. Volkanovski's got a lot of work to do before he takes that moniker. Man, I honestly think fucking Holloway won that fight. But my bet came off as a result, so I'm not fucking grumbling too much about that. It's just a shame. I don't like seeing people get fucked over, you know? Um, Jan and Aldo was a mint fight. And I mean, Eunice and fucking Andrade was a mint fight. That Hebas looks like she's going to be good. What was the fight after that? Oh, no, that was it, actually. And then Usman Masvidal. It went the way that I thought it would, to be fair. Like, I really wanted Masvidal to win. Just my heart was telling me it would be the best story in the world of sports ever if he fucking came... If he actually took that fight on six days' notice, won the title, started off in fucking fighting in back gardens and all that sort of stuff. It just would have been a mint story. But Usman is such a fucking disciplined fighter and he's, he's really well-rounded. His striking was exposed here against a really good striker and... You know, he did what he had to do. He just kept trying to take him down, wear him out. He had something like 263 total strikes, but I think 150 of them were probably just stamping on his fucking feet. Oh, look, oh, that just looks like it just sucks dick out, like, when you're just being held up against the cage by your opponent and they're not really doing much other than just stamping on the fucking... on your feet, like, your toes and, like, that bridge part of your foot. Like, it just looks like it's horrible. Just just driving your heel into that can't feel nice the next day and he did it shit loads of times but yeah and, and oh my god it's like they're really making the most of this fucking fight island oh gotta shout out Davey fucking Grant as well man SBG South Shields like can't believe it he got his jaw broke in the first round and then came back and knocked the guy clean out in round three like he was down for ages He's a fucking tough bastard, Davey, like, and an absolute gent. I made up for him. And I think he won the 50 grand performance of the night bonus. Fucking lend us a tenner, Davey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just love seeing, like, people who I consider friends just fucking doing well, you know. He works hard. So, um, yeah. <sighs> Training-wise today, I'm going to just throw the log about. And I think that's probably going to be about it. I'll probably do a load of, like, banded shoulders. I don't really have much else that I can train delts with here. Uh, I might even go for a run later or something. I'm not really sure what I want to do. But I'm going to throw the log about. And I'm feeling stronger now. So I'm going to start doing one-minute sets with the most weight that I've got in the garden, which is 70 kilos right now. And it's, it's not a huge amount of weight. Don't get us wrong. Like, I don't even think... If I was to make under 90 strong, man, I think I would be doing more than that for the minute in log press. But 
I'm still trying to get used to how the whole thing throws you off. Like, I can't really do multiple reps of just pressing. It's really hard to kind of get your to get the log back to the right position. So like, I found that when I was doing a when I, I tried to do a set of five, just kind of like I wouldn't call it military press, obviously, because it's a fucking because it's a log. But like, I was just trying to press it overhead without resetting back on the tires a couple of times, and it's just like it just I kept getting thrown out of position more and more. And I think it's just because of how awkward it is. So. Like you got to bring it back down to the tire every time, so it ends up becoming more of a full body workout than it does like a shoulder workout. But that's okay. I don't have like anything heavy squatting wise tomorrow. I'll just do some light stuff and tempo work, pause work, things like that. It's just a case of just trying to manage your fatigue as good as possible. And now that I'm back into like some serious stuff now. I think like me routine, me schedule is just going to set itself. So I think I'm always going to have a Saturday session with um, Dylan and Tyler over in the garage whenever, whenever they're both here anyway. I got train with Tyler on Saturday. We had a good laugh and helped him out on his squats a little bit here with some advice and stuff. And I think it's going to be good for I think it's going to be good for me to have people to just help out here and there because I do like helping people. But I think it's going to be good for them as well. Where like. Because I'll, I really kind of warm up properly and everything. I think it'll just be good for them to see that sort of stuff. Because you know, when you're young, dumb, and full of cum, you just fucking start squatting, don't you? But you know, I want them to be as safe as possible all the way through. Um. Yeah, so I think the way it's going to end up looking is probably going to be Wednesdays and Sundays. I'm going to take off and just walk about, read and stuff like that, and then. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday Ugh, are probably going to be my like main training days and it'll depend on how I feel certain days I'll try and keep it to that as much as possible but I'm experienced enough to know what I can kind of substitute in and out to make my week fit and some days I'm going to be more tired than others some days I'm going to be more busy than others but the ideal routine for me right now is probably going to be press on Monday squats deadlifts on Tuesday Wednesday off um, Thursday squats deadlifts Friday press and then Saturday squats deadlifts like probably squats or deadlifts I doubt I'll do both every single time but I'm probably going to squat every time so three days a week I'll be squatting a couple of days a week I'll be pressing and then I'll just fucking throw all the little other bits that I need to have a balanced routine I'll just throw them in like in and around those sessions yeah, everything's fucking good though. Like, I really can't complain about anything right now. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm getting a lot of training done. We diet's good. Like, yeah, like I just didn't put any pressure on myself at all during lockdown. I just did the things that I wanted to do. I got pissed in the wheelbarrow whenever I felt like it. And, like, it's out my system now, maybe. Like, it won't be when I fucking get me 600 pound squat next month. I'll be getting fucking rat-arsed after that. But, yeah, it's just nice. It's just... It's nice that I did that and deliberately did all that sort of stuff just so that now it's like I know that I can... I can take my foot off the gas a little bit here and there and not lose any progress. And all those little... All those little things that pick up your mood a little bit even if it comes at the expense of kind of being a bit hungover and not the best physical decision you could make at, the, at that point in time, if it picks your mood up 
and that leads and that then leads for you to make two or three extra better decisions in the following days then I think it's a good thing to do so I'm no longer restricting myself and beating myself up when I don't get pissed and stuff like that oh sorry beat myself when, when I get pissed because if you put that pressure on yourself you end up making it a bigger deal in your head than what it actually is and then you know you might hold off for a week or two another week or two another week or two another week or two but at some point if you enjoy doing it you're gonna do it and then if you've restricted yourself for so long you're gonna really fucking do it and go for it and you're gonna end up feeling you're gonna have a worse hangover like for me i would usually have like two three four really bad days where i was just low and just wanting to isolate myself as a result of it and everything but yeah you know if you throw it in there whenever you feel like it as long as you can control it it's not a bad thing and what i found during this whole lockdown thing it was like i was still waking up the next day and going for a run or doing some training or whatever it was and i was just getting happier and happier the more i did it and the less pressure i put on myself to not do it so look i'm no fucking expert when it comes to addictive substances and all that sort of stuff so do not fucking like take my word as gospel on this here but it's like just i think we all are really guilty of trying to go too gung-ho with with fitness with with fitness efforts and trying to get healthier and everything and the way i think about it is the more tools i've got at my disposal for getting in better shape the more the more things i've got to manipulate later down the line so like if you start off any kind of diet completely restricting yourself from everything it's like how like how much progress are you going to make whereas i'm trying to get in as much shape in as good shape as possible off as much food as possible and even shitty fucking like shitty options as well because then if i then just go right you know what for the next week or two i'm just gonna just like i'm just not gonna have the shit i'm gonna keep everything else the same i'm just not gonna eat the shit i'm gonna drop weight i'm gonna drop body fat without even thinking about it and it's like the more you can do that the less you're gonna have to really zero in and be fucking like tracking everything and like, I'm going to go back to tracking and everything. Like, I've got an aim of getting myself down to 96 kilos. That's where I want to be. Like, in and around that, that's where I want to be for, like, starting prep off. So I want to try and get down to kind of probably 90... Probably... I want to get down to, like, 94, something like that. And then when I'm there, like, I want to kind of hover around 94 to 97 kilos and try and up those calories as much as possible and... I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to use Avatar Nutrition when I get there. So, like, that's a really good service. And it's like, I don't really want to be coached right now. I want to keep going with myself. I'm learning a lot about my coaching process and just everything like that. But then when I'm ready to be coached, it's like I've already been tracking. So I've got data that I can send over. And hopefully I'll be on, like, 5,000 calories by that point. And then we can really do some fucking damage next year. If you didn't um, check out my post this morning, check it out. Um, Basically, it's just like talking about how, like, you, like, is it worth getting to trying to get the stage lean? And it's like, it's worth it for me mentally because I found out a lot about myself doing the whole process, but like, if you're doing it for the aesthetic, like, it's pointless. The amount of effort that it takes to get there 
is way too high and you're not going to keep it because you're getting like you're getting pretty dangerously low like it, it's really weird where people will see how you look on stage and think like that's the most healthy person in the world but when you're there you're at your most unhealthy like it's not sustainable and that's why like if you, that's like the more the more you do the worse your rebound's going to be unless you can control it and like I've said this a few times where my condition didn't really change all that much from the first and second show so the qualifier and the British there was something like four, five, six weeks apart I can't remember and I ate significantly less food and did significantly more activity so like I was up like some days would be like it would be anywhere from 20 to 30,000 steps most days of the week if not all days of the week I can't remember off the top of my head and um, it went from 20 to 30 minutes of stepping to like 45 minutes to 60 minutes of stepping three or four days a week and I didn't improve at all if anything I looked better the first in the first comp and that's just because the longer you go with all this the more your body is going to be um, less willing to give up tissue so that's why it's important that anybody who is looking to get into better shape like you want to spend as long as possible really just being able to handle more calories and building more muscle just like you've ultimately you've got a better engine and if you've got a better engine you can go for longer and that's what it's all about right we've got three minutes till 12 i'm gonna quickly try and get this uploaded before 12 but if it's a couple of minutes late who gives a fuck all right i'll speak to you tomorrow